0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to the intro to the Constitutionals podcast. Uh, this is Chad White. You'll hear my whole spiel in a couple of seconds. Listen, there is a very special thing at the end of this episode of the podcast, the audio version, not the video version only. So uh, if you don't watch the video version, then you're finally getting something special. If you if you do watch the video version and this one, uh, there's listen to this one, there's something wrong with you. Anyway, shut up, Chad. I interviewed Ron Funches. I mentioned it in the middle of this episode, and uh, just stay tuned to the after this episode. There's about one, two minutes of uh, a couple of questions between uh, me and Ron, uh, back and forth that I asked him and he answered. That's how it works. Generally, a uh, little side note: I could have side noted this. I could have plugged up the microphone to my laptop and recorded this. I decided no, my phone will be better. Just go into my closet, do it. Do it like this. Very professional here. Thank you for listening. I appreciate it, and enjoy the episode. And welcome back to The Constitutionals Podcast. I'm your host, Chad White. If you didn't know, this is the only podcast— uh, the premiere podcast for the website cpluscomedy.com. Like I just said, it's a website. Go there. I very sorry for the fluke. As you can tell, I'm in my new office suite. If you're watching the video, just kidding, it's a joke. I'm actually in an undisclosed location <laughs> that I think, you know, I don't even know. It sounds like I'm very loud, but I'm in I'm in an enclosed space in an undisclosed in an undisclosed location. Uh, and here we are. This is this is a welcome back to the Constitution's podcast. This is a podcast where I sit down in front of a mic and I talk to people. <laughs> no, I talk about things and it's great and people love it. And by people, I mean the idiots that listen to this for some reason. I'm just kidding you're not idiots you're not none of you idiots my uh, forgive me if my voice sounds different I am getting over a little sickness Uh, But that's neither here nor there. We are in a place where I definitely should not be where I was told I should not be so (laughs) We should hurry this up All right, first thing I want to talk about all the constitutionals Do you guys see that new rent? We'll get to that in a second (laughs) The Titan games so I've been watching this show the Titan games which is Dwayne "The Rock" Johnson's uh, reality competition show, where he pits beautiful Instagram uh, gym sluts <laughs> against each other, so that they could win—not money, not fame, but the the title of Titan. It's a wonderful show. It's great because it's not, you know, it's not whittling down fifty people down to one person. It's two people going against each other to be crowned Titan of that episode and or that segment really because it's it's uh, two it's so it's two women against each other two men then two more women and two more men and then the winners from both the women and the men go off against each other but not the opposite sex which some people might have an issue with I don't really care I mean <laughs> it'd be cool to have two women or two men as I'm really digging myself into this whole <laughs> It's a great show nevertheless it's a great show. One of the people one of the Titan uh, games people goes to my gym in Atlanta, Georgia so that was really neat to see and uh, I, I, boy you bet you better bet I, I stocked her Instagram <laughs> my voice sounds so weird so that 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 didn't sound as uh, that's that sounded v- v- very dark <laughs> well you better I stocked her instagram. Anyway, it was it was it's a good show. I, I enjoyed my I enjoyed my time watching. I've only seen two episodes. The first episode, which is eighty minutes long, so <laughs> it was two episodes. But it's great. So what they do is they they pit these people against each other in one challenge. So they'll they'll have to uh, swing a ball on a tether, like a giant, like hundred is it hundred pounds. It's a giant ball that's hung up on a tether, and they have to swing it around and knock down uh, pillars that are 100 pounds. Excuse me. I think they're 100 or 150, and they have to use the momentum of the heavy ball to hit the pillars, and it's way harder than you think. Uh, there's another one where the first one ever was a tug-of-war type of thing where the, you, the women would pull out two poles, and then uh, like on this wooden block, uh, they would have to pull out two poles on... Uh, both sides for them. And then they would go up, or like two poles on one side, and then, you know, the other side of two poles for the other woman. Then they go up to this pole in the middle, uh, and whoever pulled it out faster and hit this gong in the back, uh, thanks to the length of the pole, wins. But the poles, the, the, the first two poles are 100 pounds, and the last one, you're fighting with the other person over to pull it over. So it's really interesting. I enjoy it great show check it out it's uh ultimately means nothing in the end <laughs> I don't know why I sound so weird because I'm the uh, thing the gain's down the gain is the gain was down because I was in the car for the past 19 weeks Conan is back I'm so very happy to have Conan back uh, he came back last week if you've listened to this show I don't know why you would there is I hope you can hear this place may be haunted and I hope you can hear the wind whistling, <laughs> like the who the cars driving by. I'm on. I don't want to say I don't want to get too specific, but I am in a building several floors up from the bottom of the floor. And there is indeed a highway out to my right hand side and a uh, baseball stadium. Maybe <laughs> that's way too much, way too much information. <laughs> Uh, but uh, I'm, I'm I'm that I'm that high up, and uh and I can just hear whoosh, whoosh 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 from cars, because that's how cars sound. Moving on, Conan came back. He's he's been doing a great job. Uh, he, if you don't know, he, last October he decided to stop doing an hour long show and started doing a half hour show. And uh, from what I gather from his uh, interviews that he's been doing to promote the show. There's white dust everywhere, so I gotta I gotta make sure my pants are wiped off. This jacket, this leather jacket, wiped off, and everything else I'm wearing is wiped off. Uh, but he's but he's basically said, and what I gather is that he's basically said that the decision to go half hour was mutual, and it was more his idea because he he's tired of the whole late night format. And he did. He did change it up. Uh, he got rid of the band, which is sad. But uh, he still has Andy, which is great. They redesigned their new set, which they got like in the summer, uh, I believe. Like at least in, yeah, they got they got that like super super recently. The the, the set for the last hour long, uh, and so what Conan does is he comes out, does a model. Andy introduces him. Co- there's clearly no band because it's like stock music. <laughs> which maybe the band recorded. Uh, Conan comes out, does a monologue that's more or less a monologue. He does. There are jokes there, but he, there's a lot of messing around with the crowd. And there's an episode that came on Monday. Today is uh, Wednesday when I'm recording this. <laughs> there's an episode that came on two days ago where Conan was, or maybe it was yesterday's. It was the episode with Tig Notaro. And Conan was having a back and forth with the audience. The audience is really energetic, which is great, but they're also slowing down his energy. Oh, well, not slowing down his energy, but slowing down a monologue, which really, which really messes with me because they, all they do is clap, woo, 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 clap, 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 clap. We don't need to do that. We don't need to do that. <laughs> I just love the episode for this title. <laughs> the episode for this title. But the new Conan's great. I love it. It's I love Conan. So then he, uh, I'm sorry, woo, woo. <laughs> this is so stupid. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, but the episode for the. the, the, the so, what Conan does. So, after the monologue, <coughs> Conan will. Uh, he sits down with the guests almost like immediately after that. So, we have 14, you know, monologues, five minutes. We have uh, 14, 15 minutes with the guests, which is great. It's fun. It's fantastic. There's clearly editing there. Like there's a lot of, you know, unmatched cuts, uh, where or unmatched action where Conan what match action is, is if you watch a scene closely on a TV show and you see a character like drinking a, a, a a glass of water, and they, and then the camera cuts. They're not. They're suddenly not drinking anymore. Cuts back. The, the glass is in their hand. Uh, cuts away. their the glass is uh, full to the top again. That's uh, that match action is bad. That's unmatched action, I guess. Whatever. But it's basically a lot of that with Conan. Like you'll see, like they'll someone will be in the middle of a sentence, and then he'll, he'll go, "Oh, that's great," <laughs> and you know they only have twenty one minutes and so far we have not there are two things that he's promised that he is that I we have yet to see and I know it's only week 2 but I would love to see some uh, head some headway on this one he has uh, the uh, we haven't seen any of the extra stuff that they planned on putting online where he said basically in the interviews where is what he said as uh we could we can, I could still talk to the guests for, for for another couple of minutes and we could put that online we could do a whole nerd sketch we could put online and we have yet to see that uh, unless I haven't been paying attention. And then also, Conan said that they were going to upload all of the old, like every single old episode of the late the late night show. Late night. Yeah, late night with Seth Meyers. So they're going to upload every old episode of late night with Conan and then tonight show with Conan. We're supposed to get all that, but we have yet to see that. So I'll be ex- uh, ecstatic when we see that. And uh, let's see. I should, uh, I should not be texting. Uh, Okay, anyway, let's see. There's a new Weezer Teal album where they did a bunch of uh, covers. It was good. I had a good time with it. I don't, if you're mad at it, you have a lot of issues. (laughs) It's just them singing No Scrubs and Billie Jean and those other songs, Wonderwall. (laughs) No. Oh, if they sang Wonderwall, that'd be great. I don't know why this is on here. I want to go ahead and take a break. Let's take a break. And then uh, let's move on to the last couple of spots. Okay. All right. (laughs) We'll we'll take a break. Okay. And bye. And we're back. Okay. Okay. That's how we take a break in this land. Uh, If the if the world is right, I will have not uh, cut that out of the video. I think it'll be funny just to have you see me sit here for a couple of seconds and, and look around the room really quickly. First things first. I want to get to this rent live thing. So rent live happened. rent rent live was was one of those those plays that the networks put on and it, it, and it's live. Uh, you, the first one wasn't live, but then everybody was like, "Let's do it live!" And everybody made it live. Uh, and, and and so Fox, so NBC originated this with Sound of Music. Fox decided to get on get in on it with. Uh, Let's see, Rocky Horror Picture Show, which wasn't live, which was and it was horrible. Jesus, I hated it so much. And then Grease Live, which is I think the pinnacle of what these live shows will be. Uh, although I did not see The Wiz, and I apparently you can never see The Wiz live on NBC. You never see it. I, you can't buy it. I don't think. I have, I've been able. I haven't been able to locate it. But so Rent Live, Rent is probably my favorite musical. It's got the worst story. We're in life happened this past Sunday. Uh, one of the actors, the, the the actor that plays Roger, yeah, Roger, he got hurt during rehearsals the night the night prior, or something like, or the day prior, something like that. He breaks his foot. He's in a wheelchair. Fox doesn't hire understudies. What do they decide to do? They decide to air rehearsals for the night before. You probably heard the story by now. I think it's real tragic. That this happened, uh, I'm sorry that he broke his foot. I'm sorry that uh, that that's it. I'm sorry he broke his foot, but they should not have. And what they did was, uh, and so there are so there are already a thousand people for the live portion for the what was supposed to be live. Uh, there are already a thousand people there. They Fox or the the cast decides. Hey, let's put on basically what amounted to was an energetic table read at this at this location. At the stage, the the night that they are supposed to do it, and what and so viewer while viewers at home were treated with <laughs> this pre recorded mess. Everybody, the people there live got this uh, this half half performed gobbledygook. I think it's just a mess all the way around. I think it's you know uh, great for them for 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 going through and doing this, but. Uh, I didn't sign up for a dress rehearsal. I don't even like Rent that much. I love the songs. I hate the story. <laughs> my, my issue with the story is get a get a get a part time job. I've been working part time jobs my entire life. All right, you think I want to do that? No. Yeah, I want to write movies just like you, Mark. But I can't because because it is because uh, I don't have any capital. But you know what? To get capital and to pay my rent, I get part time jobs. Come on, Mark. Come on Roger, Mimi, the uh, the rest of them. Benny was being a good guy. He led the, he gave them a whole year to pay rent. <laughs> anyway, that's not a joke. It's very true. The original Broadway cast came out last no, uh, Sunday to, to, to sing the last few seconds of Season of Love, uh, which means Jesse L. Martin was there, which uh, the same guy who's on The Flash, but he can't act right now on The Flash because he hurt his back, and one day he'll be back and everybody will be happy again. Because that show was a real downer, <laughs> talking about Flash's daughter and everything. Because uh, she's she's there's a mystery afoot. I'm three episodes behind so there we go uh i I don't know i' i wasn't a huge fan of it there's an article on vulture who actually i was i didn't know it wasn't live uh until the next morning but it's called why rent live wasn't actually live by Jackson McHenry he's a little bit perplexed as as well he does a lot of uh referencing in in this article great a great article check it out and uh if you like if you like rent as much as me then I guess you can deal with that uh, <laughs> next up I just think that they shouldn't have put it on I think they you know the the issue is have understudies Fox you're putting on this big production have understudies you think nothing can go wrong it's like a regular play have an understudy there are there are understudies for for even community theater have I been holding the microphone away from myself this entire time yes I have have understudies all right, <laughs> moving on. BuzzFeed to lay off fifteen percent of company workforce. This is from the Hollywood Reporter, written by Jeremy Barr. There are cuts being taken place, and uh, they're taking place this week. This, this so this this all happened last week. DC, Huffington Post, and the not the Hollywood Reporter and BuzzFeed are all taking are, are all having some type of cuts uh their buzzfeed is letting go or okay so they have a total of uh 1450 they are dropping 15 percent, or that's about 215 people uh from what i've seen i don't i don't check twitter a lot but the but i did check twitter for this for some ungodly reason i don't know why Uh, but there are a lot of people there that work there that i did not know were there and uh, they're there they did lose their positions uh it really sucks this is, I think this really comes, the, I think BuzzFeed's hand and/or uh, overextension. Of themselves is what really is what really hurt them, and you know, I mean, it's that's not the only thing. Obviously, it's the changing uh, media. I was just talking to somebody about this earlier, like literally forty minutes ago. It's the changing media ways. It's the it's the way in which the world works right now. You know, there's not everybody's not everybody's going to have this. Uh, I don't know. There are diff- There's just different ways that. You know, you know, podcasts are the it thing now, and it's mostly murder mystery podcasts or true crime true crime podcasts. That's it. True crime podcasts and true crime documentaries are the it thing right now. They have been for the past three or four years. Uh and so, you know, eventually that fad's gonna die out, hopefully. I, I pray to God. <laughs> that fad dies out and uh and Cause podcasting and, and online video and writing uh thing pieces, that's all become regressive because everybody's doing it. You know, it used to be only a certain set of people. Now you got idiots like me over here doing all this stuff. And there you go. The head of, but <laughs> uh, CEO Jonah Peretti. I'm sorry. I scrolled past something. I scrolled past the, where I needed to, to look. And it scared me up. And it scared me up. Freddie said, we've had years when we've been profitable and in years when we're not profitable. On years when we're profitable, we haven't said we're profitable. We've proven we can be profitable. I feel good about it where our business is now. Sometimes it's not smart to focus on profitability. Right now, we're focused on sustainable growth, so we're innovating, managing our costs in a more rigorous way, and we're growing our top line and double-digit growth. There you go. Our business, he wrote this in a memo, our business is more diverse and balanced than it was a year ago, and and very importantly... For the first time, a quarter of our annual revenue will come from sources other than direct sold advertising. Now, this comes right after they did that. I think it was a uh, Robert Mueller, uh, big. I don't want to say expose, but they did something with Robert Mueller. Like a, a huge article came out last week, um, and uh, it's not a political show, but <laughs> we've just became super political uh and uh that was it was very interesting to see like them all like reach a high like buzzfeed news reach an incredible high and then have buzzfeed whole proper just come to a crashing halt I'm not saying they crashed down I'm saying it was a crashing halt it's very interesting to notice this it's uh, it really sucks that those people lost their jobs um uh, I've said this, I, if Buzzfeed would change its name, then I'd probably like it a little bit more and I would take it more seriously as a, as a true online periodical based company. If they changed from Buzzfeed to, uh, <laughs> uh, buzzworthy, <I'm, laughs> I might like it. Kudos. <laughs> uh, very sucks. Very sucks. Heart goes out to the, the people. Last thing I want to talk about. I watched Schooled. Schooled. And uh, Schooled is the spinoff to the Goldbergs. I do have an issue with that show. And I I watched the pilot. I meant to watch the second episode. I just have not had the time to do that. But I, you know, given how I didn't work for a minute. (laughs) Uh, Those truths. Um, But I do have an issue with Schooled. Schooled is the spinoff of Goldberg's that I just said. It stars Lainey Lewis. I think I mentioned this a couple weeks ago. Lainey Lewis, uh, which is AJ Machalka. Love her. She's great. Uh, They bring her back to basically be a teacher at the school. Basically, to be a teacher at the school. Tim Meadows, Brian Callen repriser roles, and now they're playing basically main characters. Uh, and there's so and so uh, there was the show was a backdoor pilot, had a backdoor pilot, and the Goldbergs is called the Goldbergs nineteen ninety something, and it was uh, supposed to be a show about Neil Long's daughter, who go and her son who go to the school where Tim Meadows, her brother, is the teacher-turned-principal or something like that. Brian Callen is still in the show as well, and it was supposed to be about them. ABC said no, even though it was great because Nia Long was picked up onto Criminal Minds, I believe, something like that, and she wasn't able to do it. So now the only holdovers they have from that show, they don't, the the daughter's still in the show, but she is not the character she played in the Goldbergs, 1990 something. Uh, there the sun is gone from what I could tell, <laughs> like completely. Uh, and Tim Meadows and Brian Caller are still there, but Nia Long isn't there's no mention of her. <laughs> The daughter is this weird goth girl who wants to. Who's basically like a, a, a analogous to what uh, Lainey Lewis was when she was in school. I just think this, uh, and then ABC picked it up when they said when when uh, Adam Goldberg came back and said, "Hey, what if we re- what if we redid it?" And we gave you Lainey, which this I don't think that that was a good. Idea, especially on ABC's part, the show with by dropping Lady in there, you basically and uh, getting rid of one of the children completely. You basically whited up the what I'm calling is the whitification of the show. That show, I think 1990 something should, A- should ABC should I had picked it up, it would have been the best tier show that they possibly could have had. These boots made for walking. <laughs> I but there's it's something it's very interesting how uh I mean they could have really grabbed any character uh and th- th- what they did to get to get Laney off the Goldbergs really pissed me off. They just had her leave one episode. I think I mentioned that before. But it's it's very important to see what they did. They they took this uh one girl from this one show and then brought her over to this other show and that and said, this is going to be better. This is how it's going to work. Uh, and now it's basically, uh, you know, besides the narrator now is Lainey herself, uh, not like an older version. The, the narrator for uh, the Goldbergs 1990-something, see, the, little, the girl, the daughter, was supposed to be the, the main character, um, the main caricatress. I'm kidding. And Octavia Spencer was going to be the narrator the future version of her, but now you can't do that. I just, I I wish I, I can't put my thoughts in the words right now, but it's, if it, it blows that this had to, this had to, it had to happen like that, that, that this show had to become gentrified in order to be sold. Like, what if we had to sell uh fresh off the boat? Like, what if it was, you know, the show was about Eddie Wong at first. And then they said, no, 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 it's going to be about honey. <laughs> Honey is the <laughs> Honey is the neighbor, the Chelsea Crisp, the who's married to Ray Weiss on the show and who's Lewis's uh, Randall Park's best friend. Like what if they, what if they said that? And that would that would that would basically take the show back to a period where you know in the the 2000s the 90s when no one when no one but a white person could lead a show. And I know, I understand different strokes, uh, Fresh Prince, Martin, I girlfriends, I understand Parkers, but I'm talking about a show that had that is mostly supposed to be about one thing, you know, speechless um uh fresh off the boat blackish. These shows that are supposed to be about one thing and then you know just adding in something uh, white to spice it up. And I understand speechless is all about white people, but I, the kid has a disability. So, what if they added in a kid that didn't have a disability and he was the main character? <laughs> is what I'm trying to say. Boy, oh boy, this, this is a bad episode. Listen, <laughs> watch school. I still, I still, I do still think school is a funny show. I did have a, a fine time watching the show. But the entire time I was watching it, I thought this is. This just rubs me the wrong way. Same thing with Gronish. I loved that show. I love the, the the concept of the show. Watch Zoe from Blackish grow up, but she can't do that if every single second of her life is about boys, and that is what Gronish is. <laughs> and I've only watched the first episode of the second season, and I just can't. And I'm six behind now. I can't. I cannot pull myself to continue watching if it's just going to be about boys. I want to watch all of those kids, those kids in that show. I want their kids. They're, they're my age. Uh, I want to watch all of them, uh, play these characters who are supposed to be growing up and it just sucks that, that, that's not able to, to be a thing because it's got to be about, uh, who's banging who, which yes, I understand that's what college is about, but also I did 50 other things in college. <laughs> That were beyond uh, the sexual nature. I played Dungeons and Dragons. I didn't need sex. I played Dungeons and Dragons. I played Magic the Gathering. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I don't play those weird nerd things. Hey, listen. If you like what you heard here, why don't you head on over to the website, cpluscomedy.com, where we've got the latest news. And nope. (laughs) I keep slipping back into that format. Let's start over. Hey, listen, <laughs> it's not natural. If you like what you heard here, why don't you head on over to the website, C where there are interviews. One coming up to uh, actually today. I think the day this is posted, maybe we'll see Ron Funches. I sat down with Ron. Oh my God. I have a story to tell hold on. I sat down with Ron Funches and, uh, it was great. Had a good time. Uh, we had to push it back a couple of times and then I ended up, uh, having to do it. I was, it was, it was a phone interview. So I did it in my car with like, with this setup. Uh, like I was, I was coming back from a coffee shop in the middle of traffic and I was like, I got a good pull in this neighborhood and I was, I, I did it. It was great. It was fun. We had a good time. We talked, I asked a lot of good questions. Uh, good. You'll see that today. I, I was trying to set up another interview. What I want to do is essentially is a black history month for, uh, you know, comedians, black comedians, I do a bunch of black comedian interviews, but that's apparently not happening. Uh, The next person I was supposed to talk to—I'm not going to say this person's name. I'm not even going to say gender. But I emailed the person directly. They said yes, this will be great. I cc'd my team. Hopefully, they will say uh, yes, and we can set this up. I said great. Thank you for responding. Sounds good. Thank you for responding. (laughs) And then (laughs) I got an email back. (laughs) That's that basically I, I was going to pull the email, but it doesn't matter. That basically said, uh, hi, Chad, this is great. Uh, this is <laughs> no, he didn't say this is great. Hi, Chad. Uh, we're going to have to pass it this time. <laughs> and I went, Whoa. <laughs> and that was it. That was the end of the email. Hi, Chad, we're going to have to pass it this time. <laughs> I've never, and six years of doing C plus comedy. I've never been told no for an interview and I've never been told no that quickly. <laughs> for anything in my entire life. It was, it felt kind of mean, but you know, this person's a big person. They're on a TV show right now. And, uh, they have comedy special, uh, one, I don't know. I was going to say multiple, but they have one comedy special, so they might be busy. (laughs) They're working every day. So there you go. Uh, yeah. It was, maybe in the future I'll talk about who this person was but right now I don't want to burn any bridges with that one uh, let's see uh, head on over to the website uh, listen to this podcast watch the YouTube channel youtube.com slash C plus comedy you can find everything on the website but watch youtube.com slash C plus comedy see a video version of the show as well as uh, news time which is the premiere show for C comedy which is a weekly news show where I, it's like the it's like uh, last week's uh full frontal, the daily show. It's just like all those shows except uh less funny and shorter. And it's about comedy news instead of real news that matters. This week's episode is the Guild Awards. We're talking about this is an episode I had last year, an idea I had last year around this time. Uh like I said, all of February is planned out. Uh last year around this time I had that idea. And it's about the SAG Awards, Producers Guild Awards, Writers Guild Awards, and Director Awards, uh, and, ha- and their histories and all that stuff. Uh, good episode. I love it. The cold open's great. It's probably what hurt my throat the most. All right. So I feel like I have to go. <laughs> Thank you for listening. I love you so much. Peace. Bye. That's say peace. <laughs> And continuing on with the uh, the intro, I really, really, I'm not a huge wrestling fan, but I loved how you entered like a wrestler, and especially the the, the breaking through the old photo of yourself. It was kind of like you're literally, literally, and uh, and, uh, and and metaphorically breaking down the barrier of what of who you used to be. That that was a beautiful, beautiful thing to do. Thank you.
1: I'm glad you liked that. I mean, that's it exactly. You nailed it. And and I wanted to have some of the. Like you, if you notice, like all the wrestling stuff is pretty much just up front, and then I talk about the rock a bit at the end um, because I wanted to like you know address it and have it, but I didn't want I wanted to make sure that if you don't like wrestling at all, it wasn't going to be a deterrent for you liking my special, you know. So it's it just kind of the, the the window dressings and things that I like. I like big entrances. I like being able to um, the and circumstance of it. And then it just you know, just other than that, it's
0: a real fun show. Yeah, exactly. You weren't alienating. It's uh, you what I what I watched uh, realizing uh, when I was, was watching was that you prove that there are no such thing anymore as black and white rooms. You have your comedy is universal, and everybody who likes you loves you, and it's it's a great thing to see, especially in uh, in 2019.
1: Oh, man, that is like the most beautiful compliment because I didn't even really think about that. Um, but it's something I thought about. I went and saw uh, Carol Burnett give a talk at, 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 in San Francisco at Stutzpah. And I, one thing when I was watching old clips of her show was I noticed just how racially diverse and, and, and diverse in all ways that her audience was. And it was, and to me, that was so inspiring. And I was kind of awestruck about it because it was back in like, you know, the, the early eighties, and, and late seventies, you know, and so, um, and how kind she was. And, and I was kind of inspired by that. So for and to even say that makes me feel so, um, really proud. Thank you.